My name is Melanie Standish. And I'm Tom Yumet. And this is the Hive Mind Escape Podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome to part two of our Rewind series about our trip to England back in November. Today, we'll, we will be talking about our side trip to Stratford-upon-Avon, which is also known as Shakespeare's birthplace. But first, uh, I just want to mention that, that the day we took the side trip happens to be what Tom declared the happiest day of his life. And why was that the happiest day of your life, Tom? Well, of, of all things, we started off at the Cadbury factory, Cadbury chocolate, which I've been eating since I was a little kid. I mean... Uh, my mom has always told me that my first word was actually chocolate. So heading over, we were, uh, we were the first people first people in the doors. I mean, we got there before the doors even opened. I remember we were, it was like, uh, you know, that uh, Eric Andre meme where he's screaming, let me in. And I, I was jangling on the doors waiting to be let in. Meanwhile, there's a six-year-old standing right next to me looking at me like I'm crazy. I don't <laughs> think they realize how serious I am about chocolate. We were definitely the the biggest kids there, but we definitely had the most fun, I Oh, would of say. course, yeah. Um, at one point, Tom was at, at this thing where you could design your own candy wrapper, and this is when he declared it. He looked at me and turned around from the machine and goes, this is the happiest day of my life, and then turned back and continued to design his chocolate wrapper. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got there just in time. I mean, we, yeah, we got there at opening, but it looks like there was a school trip coming in right behind us, so it was about to get real crowded with little kids. So, But uh, after that, yeah, we decided that, you know, it was about time to uh, head out of there when we saw the little kids running around and said it's time for uh, Shakespeare's, Shakespeare's birthplace. So we headed back to the hotel, dropped off our bags of candy, and hopped on a train. I mean, we, we walked over. Where we were staying was really close to two different train stations and uh, hopped on. A, it was a, what about about an hour over there. Yeah, maybe not even. It was a nice uh, train ride through the countryside. You know, I was looking, we, we made a book after the trip, and I was looking through it, and I realized how long of a day it was. We went to Cadbury World in the morning, and then we headed on over there. Um, but it was, a, it was a great day trip. Um, I really enjoyed the train, too. Yeah, I think that Stratford-upon-Avon, if you have the time and you're in the area when you're traveling over there, or if you're from there, it's definitely worth going to, because it's got a really nice downtown shopping area where it's, Mainly foot traffic, not a ton of cars, which made walking up to the museum actually pretty easy. We went past a Pacey shop, stopped in there, and got some, I guess you could call it lunch. It was only it was only one, and we shared it, but uh, it's really tasty, and I, I really enjoyed that. Was, you know, I think it was a, that was our first pie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. It's cool because we, we uh, walked through his old house, then saw his new house, and by then it was a little later, and we didn't really want to go to the other attractions. Um, so we, we headed back to the train station, and when we were a little bit further away, I checked on the application on my phone and saw our train was delayed. Uh, so we're like, oh no, I mean, it looks like our little touristy day is coming to a screeching halt because we thought we were going to get back in time to do some other stuff. So on the way in, we had actually passed an escape room place. I think that, yeah, it was like, we didn't even know it was there. We just, we were walking by, we're like, wait, is that, is that, that says escape. Oh, cool. And it ended up being escape live. And while in Shakespeare's birthplace, why not do an escape room about Shakespeare? So Escape Live actually had a room called Shakespeare's Script that was based on Shakespeare. And conveniently, they had a room, and I think it was like a, like maybe like an hour. So we went and got some food over, what was that place called? The White Swan. The White Swan, yeah. That ended up being pretty cool because swans are special for your family. 
But uh, after after food, it was it was a quick walk over to Escape Live and where we jumped into the room. The, the man that was running the room was very accommodating for us. He was very cool to help us slide into a slot. Didn't mind that it was just the two of us. And uh, we went and we did the room. It was it was different for for what we experienced in London. But I thought I mean I thought it was a pretty good room. This is where I mean in our last episode we talked about the egg cup. Oh yeah. But this is where we experienced it in this room. I mean. Uh, you, you start off and it was just uh, generally, I mean, a, a standard room, but the the current description that they have on their website for the room is, uh, the immortal bard has promised King James a play for his birthday, but alas, the script has gone missing and the king is livid. Can you save Shakespeare from the executioner's axe? So the whole premise of this room was there is a missing Shakespeare play and you need to go find it. Um, so it was it was cool to have you know the set goal for the day, um, but a little different from what we've experienced in the past. Yeah, I think that it it flowed really well with our day, which is what probably made it the most fun. The fact that we were able to learn the history and then do do our favorite thing that was themed to the history, I think, was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was a decent room. It wasn't anything over the top. I would say that it was more of a lock and key room for sure. Oh yes, Gen um, One for yeah, sure, definitely. But it, I mean, I I said say it's still fun. Yeah, we I mean we had enough fun that we decided to do a second one that day with them. So they had one other room called the Chalice of Champions, and uh, we decided we'd we'd switch over and do that one, which was about what like twenty minutes later. They kind of mm-hmm. let us go back to back. Um, current description online is calling all witches and wizards an ancient relic has been found it is bound by an evil curse and we need your help to break it join us in the realm of magic and monsters do you have what it takes to solve its mysteries and escape alive you have 60 minutes good luck and we didn't really know what to expect because you see the poster for it and you just think oh great I'm going into a Harry Potter room this will be cool yeah and I didn't even know a lot about Harry Potter you're bigger fan than I am for sure so I was a little nervous going into it because I was wondering if he needed any prior knowledge which we don't like as escape enthusiasts but definitely Uh, I don't think we we didn't really need to know anything about Harry Potter at all to really make the room better for us but we did we did experience something in this room that uh, was a little different than what what we've ever seen before which was a lot of dexterity puzzles now, for those of you that might not know, a dexterity puzzle is a puzzle that isn't your traditional lock and key puzzle or something programmed to open up after you do certain actions. It is more of a tactile, hands-on puzzle. Uh, for example, if you wanted to throw a baseball across the room into a hole and then boom, you you got it. That's more of a dexterity-based puzzle rather than figure out this code, crack this, and then you can get into the next room, stuff like that. Yeah, another common one within rooms is you'll have like little poles that go in holes and you have to try to get a key and almost like fish them out. And so that's also something really popular that we've seen in rooms as well. So with this room, it it got a little exhausting because if you've counted up, there's, you know, about five or six of them where you don't, you'll go a few rooms before you even see one. Yeah, there were a lot in there, and I remember we we ended up escaping, but I remember leaving the room and thinking, wow, that was really time-consuming. Um, I don't think we were used to that. And so that kind of brings up the question is, 
doing a dexterity puzzle more luck than skill? Is it something that should be in an escape room? What are your thoughts? I think it's a little bit of both. It could be luck. It could be skill. It depends on if you've seen the puzzle before, if you understand straight away what to do. I mean, I remember there's two, I think, in here where I just did them in less than 10 seconds. And then there was one where we spent you know, five to 10 minutes on. And it's just, if you're not coordinated and not good at stuff like that, it, I mean, it, it ruins the room. You're you're done. You, you know, you could waste half an hour on one puzzle. And there's no way for a game master to give you a hint to solve something because it's, it's physically impossible yeah. to do it unless you know how to do it. I think that's probably um, Escape Enthusiast's biggest problem with these sorts of puzzles is that there's no way to potentially provide a clue to move people forward. Or maybe there are rooms that, that are that way where they can kind of push you forward, but we just haven't really seen those. Yeah, I don't think there's a way to bypass a puzzle if there's like, I can't, you know, use my hands to get to this key. You know, you're kind of just out of luck. For sure. You know, I think we, we did tweet this out on our Twitter account. If you don't follow us yet, you should. Uh, shameless plug. But <laughs> um, I, I tweeted out to... Um, our, our followers what they think of dexterity puzzles and I actually really love Southside Escape Rooms uh, reply to us they said trick question a great escape artist welcomes any challenge um, and I really love this response actually because when you think about it your traditional escape room has a lot of logic puzzles they might make you think think creatively but there's not there are a lot of thinking you know and so I actually think that some of these dexterity puzzles really mix up the room quite a bit. So for traditional people that go in the escape room and know what to expect with these logic puzzles, I mean, it almost becomes second nature what you're supposed to do. So I think I think it's a welcome challenge at times. And perhaps there were a few too many in this particular room, but I I mean, I, I think Southside Escape was kind of right. I think, I think we should be welcoming any challenge. I would agree with that. I, I did see a post the other day that was talking about um, if people would welcome more physical challenges, which he described as climbing, sliding, you know, doing more than just puzzles, you know. Um, and it made me think if I would be okay with something like that. And I think my answer is up in the air at the moment, but I would lean more towards I would I would welcome it just because after you hit triple digits or you've done a ton of escape rooms you, you've seen a lot of puzzles it's really hard to stump you or see things you haven't seen before so breaking up the monotony of just doing the same puzzles over and over again with something new and fresh is always a welcome change absolutely so i think that's probably why we left uh the chalice of champions actually enjoying it i thought honestly it was a pretty solid room like i would I would rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, in my opinion, probably around a 7 to 7.5, which is, you know, it's an average room. And, and that's coming from uh, somebody from overseas who's used to a pretty completely different style of rooms. Um, over here, I think it would do pretty well, but we've we've got some dissenting opinions from the people that we've talked to online about this room. Uh, they've, they've said it was kind of all uh, luck-based, there was no skill, and the room didn't really flow too well, and I... I I asked them to, to PM us because I just don't see it. Um, so if anybody's listening to this and you have that opinion of the room, please feel free to reach out to us. You know, send us a direct message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything like that, and we'll we'll talk with you about it. Um, we don't like to reveal spoilers in any public place that would ruin the game for anybody else. So if we want to talk in private, I would I just really would love to hear somebody's opinion on 
why they didn't like it because I mean I I left pretty happy. Or maybe even for people who have haven't done a ton of escape rooms before and you've came across those puzzles, what do you think about them? I mean, when you think about the different types of people that walk into an escape room, I bet you some people are really great at dexterity puzzles. And, you know, would you walk into an escape room as someone that's new and welcome the challenge or or, or would you be surprised and frustrated by it? Yeah, because I know when we're talking about designing different puzzles, we always keep in mind, like, can everybody do this? Is this something that's going to be prohibited? Uh, for certain groups of people, you know, we like to make sure that we're when we're designing to think about um, is this going to stop anybody with physical handicaps or anything like that? Is is this a puzzle for everybody? Because you don't know who's going to walk in the escape room. So as a designer, you you can't really design for just specific people. You can't design for just enthusiasts or just newbies. You have to kind of keep everybody in mind and. Um, like I said, uncoordinated people probably would never get out of rooms with the dexterity puzzles. So while I think that they're valid puzzles, I think that they're good puzzles in small doses. I don't think a room should have a ton in there. And if they do, I think there should be a disclaimer. Maybe the game master says something or there's something online saying like, hey, just so you know, this is going to rely on a lot of hand-eye coordination or just coordination in general. No, that's a great idea. I think I think that would be good to give that disclaimer before rooms. Overall, I, I would say that, you know, Chalice of Champions, I think we enjoyed it, but maybe too many dexterity puzzles. <laughs> uh, Escape Live was was really good. I, I think that uh, it's a good break from a traditional uh, touristy town, so I'm really glad we did it. Um, after we were done with the rooms, we were right in that escape room high, and we headed over to the train station to head back to Birmingham. And uh, we ran into a guy on the uh, on the platform. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember running into someone. It was it was just a, some random guy. It was just he heard our. I think it's because he heard our accents. He was like quizzically looking at us, like what's going on. And also, uh, the we were making sure what track the train was on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he looked over and started talking to us. Yeah, I remember him. He was he was really great because I remember him just being really friendly. He was really into talking to us, asking us where we were from. He he really liked Vegas, which we haven't been to, but <laughs> he said he really liked it. I've heard there's good escape rooms there. Ooh, looks like <laughs> looks like we'll have to put it on our list just for that reason, um, as per our usual travel adventures. Yeah, I don't think we truly go anywhere with the express intent to do anything but escape rooms. I mean, I guess we got Germany coming up, but. Not going to lie, number one thing I'm thinking about, escape, escape rooms. rooms. <laughs> number two is beer, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> but a- anyway, this this band on the platform was really nice. We He gave us some recommendations in Birmingham and some castles that we should go see. And uh, I guess that just speaks to the people that we met while we were out there and just how nice they were. I mean, whether it was a game master at an escape room or just running into someone on a platform. So we've gotten some questions on what to expect from the Hive Mind Escape podcast. Uh, I wanted to take this time to talk about what we have planned for the future. Currently, we're doing what we call the Rewind series, where we talk about previous escape experiences and trips that we've taken, but we've got some ideas for some other things. We want to do a series of interviews, perhaps with escape room newbies, designers, owners, enthusiasts, all types of people who do escape rooms, because we realize not everyone's an enthusiast like ourselves. We want to run some reviews. We've been toying with the idea of potentially making a YouTube channel where we make a video before and after a room experience. Let us know in our direct messages or just reply to us on Twitter, Instagram, any of that, if you think this would be something you'd be interested in. 
In this podcast, we'll also go into game master tips. We actually have been part-time game masters ourselves uh, a few times. <laughs> it's been fun. And also the do's and don'ts of escape rooms. And also, what is your ultimate escape room? Ultimate escape room. That That's something that we've been talking about very recently where um, I think what we want to do with this one is ask our listeners, what is your ultimate escape room? Um, if money isn't an option, location doesn't matter, if there's no restrictions and you could just have the exact escape room experience within realism, I mean obviously no magic or crazy things like that, but if you had no barriers, what would be your ultimate escape room? So if you could go ahead and send us a direct message, post on our Facebook, or even um, reply to us on Twitter. And tell us what your ultimate escape room is. We'll read it off on the podcast and uh, discuss it and say what our thoughts are on your idea and maybe expand upon your idea a little bit and uh, generate some more community involvement. We'd love to hear about it. You can also go to hivemindescape.com and enter your ideas into the comments page as well. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll, we hope to uh, catch you next time. Cheers.